You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. On the bottom of my head. This is my fire right here. And if you threw a no, 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 <laughs> Welcome everybody! It is the 100th episode of Titties and Tacos. We've been doing the thing for 100 episodes. Bitch, what? 100 episodes. <laughs> we are so sorry that shit was janky as hell in y'all cars and your earbuds. We know that's okay. That means that you are in the right place. This is Titties and Tacos. Today's 100th oh, episode. Oh, shit. 100th. We have done this 100 100th. Times. Yes. You know what? Yes. For the 100th episode. I can't believe that we've done something for 100 L- times. Nigga, on purpose. Intentionally. On purpose. Good, bad, and in between. You know. <laughs> You know, but a hundred times, one hundred times. There are whole like full ass fucking professional people, professional entertainment people that mm-hmm. have ventured to start a whole podcast. Yes, and not made it to a hundred episodes. Yes, yeah, like with full production crew. Yes, yes. With humans that are solely responsible for the quality and still be like, mm, I can't. But we we did a thing. Because <laughs> we're the shit. It be janky, but we be here, y'all. Girl, okay, say that. So today's episode is brought to you by the letter T. Woo! For thank you for being our friend. Aww. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for sharing uh, this show. I don't know why, but thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Y'all are great, great people. Um, I appreciate the fact that my wife has continued to show up for 100 episodes. Right? Remember? Actually, I think you actually know. No, no. This is actually what? your 99th episode. Because remember? Oh, you remember I this? missed an episode. <laughs> and I didn't miss an episode. Right, exactly. Because the canon of the show is I was here. You were. You I were here. Made it yes, you were. For every single thing. Absolutely. There was no calamity that no. ever befell, befallen me. No. That I did not show up. No. Nope. For this. No. Nope. And so here, here we time. are for 100 episodes. 100 episodes. And if you're new and this is your first time listening, I am your host, Sparkle. I am Tina D. And this is Titties and Tacos. Yes, So, yeah, we we have done a thing successfully. For 100 kind of episodes. I mean, <laughs> now you throw in. We have shown up here, you know, so that's a thing. We have su- successfully shown up. First of all, we have successfully shown up 
way over a hundred times. Yes. Because fuck yeah. <laughs> You're right. You know what? This this like our one hundred and fifth episode. Bare minimum. <laughs> How many times have we had to fucking re-record an episode? Jesus. Oh man, there is stuff that was recorded that unfortunately We'll never, never no, see the light of day. You guys will never, never hear Maybe that. fortunately, because some of them times it was like, you know what? That was Jesus. Yeah. That was Jesus because it was, it was, it was just like I thought it was trash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just trash. But trash never makes it out. I mean, from us. Our content never trash. Our yeah, audio I mean, might be something else. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mm. we're grown. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. we we have grown mm-hmm. during the course, right? Of this. Right. Yes. What she said. <laughs> Things have changed us. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the motherfucking truth, girl. That is the truth. Listen, we recorded through a whole pandemic, which is also very stupid. <laughs> God, I remember our mothers were looking at us like, "So y'all going outside?" To do something unessential. <laughs> I stopped telling them that they barely know about this. And I try to just have my mother forget conveniently. Me too. Yeah. That this is a thing that we do. She yeah. asked one time, oh, is there a place where I can watch it? And I confidently said no. Yes. Because there is not a place where you can watch yes. it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And she's I like, just, oh. I, love, I just looked at my mom and was just like, profanity. And she was like, okay, cool. I'm not listening to that. Well, you know, this is the thing. My mother is only interested in the profanity if you're involved because she liked that uh, improv show oh, that you did Oh, my so God. Much. But see, I don't want your mama hearing my profanity or anything I else ratchet I, didn't I got want to her say. To actually, I didn't know she was going to show up to that improv show. I thought she was just buying tickets. Me too. I thought she was just supporting. You know what? And then she came. We have habitually underestimated her because <laughs> we also didn't think she was going to read this book that she's almost done with now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm a break. I think I've sold almost maybe 100 books. Okay. And um, the problem is... <laughs> <laughs> The problem is, I didn't expect niggas to read it for real. So yeah, she will be the first person I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure who finishes this book, yeah. and she's the last person I wanted to finish this book. It's uh, girl. Don't be looking at me crazy. It's she loves it. I'm she, glad it's a book about Jesus. I mean, right? If there was ever gonna the be overall like, theme is redemption. Hopefully, <laughs> just made that up. <laughs> Make up what the book is about after you wrote it. <laughs> after it's fully published. Come back in like, you know what? I was wrong. It's about this. <laughs> Just kidding. But don't people do that all the time? Fuck yeah. Okay. Well, That's part of marketing. You let it become what it needs to become and then you spin it that way. Like, oh, of course. It was always meant to be this. Yeah, isn't that how the whole MCU is set up? Like, absolutely we planned for that Easter egg. Yeah, and you know what? And stuff like Versus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure they were like, we just going to do some quarantine shit. And now this, these niggas on a versus tour. Like, you know, things, it just takes wild. on life of its own. You know what's really funny? And you're like, I meant to do this. You like, <laughs> as, a, as a ridiculous aside, what my favorite thing about versus is the fact that these niggas scammed some white people. Me too. It. Me too. My That's also favorite my favorite thing. thing. Like, yeah. like, the people they sold it to now is like, what? No, no. This is not doing <laughs> what it was. What, we projected this to do crazy things. They're mm. like... Okay, bye. <laughs> yep. And that that's is my favorite part. Black excellent. It really is because don't is isn't it? That's actual reparations. It is, is what I want you to know. It that's is. what reparations look like to me. Me too. Let's rob these niggas. Rob. I wish we had that drop. Like let's rob, <laughs> rob these, these niggas. niggas. 
Yeah, we got to work on it for season mm. five, if that is a thing. Of course um, it is. We never think it is, and then here we are. I know. Just sitting here. At a, at a 100th episode. Exactly. So, Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Hey, let's uh let's do the show that we've done 99 times before. <laughs> no, 105, 105 times, before. times before this one. This episode 106, that's what y'all don't fucking know. <laughs> 100 published episodes. Yes. Well, I have the tits of the day. You sure do. And so, my tits of the day go to um, my beautiful birthday twin, oh. whom I absolutely adore, and that is Misty Copeland. Oh, yay! I love her. So, as we know, Misty was the first black woman to become a principal dancer in the American Ballet Theater's 75-year history. Mm. They were Here around we for 75 these. years before they decided to... we go to... with these stupid-ass first. I know, okay. right? I know. Okay. I know. Okay. That was my thought when I was when I was compiling facts. And I'm like, this is bullshit, but... Stupid-ass first. Sure. <laughs> but one of the things that I love about um, uh, Misty is the fact that most professional ballet dancers get their start before the age of five. So they're like in the pre-ballet classes. Mm. And she didn't begin lessons at and at the Boys and Girls Club, no less. Free lessons. Mm-hmm. Until she was 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, so coming into ballet at 13 is oh, a big fucking deal. Yeah, like... Y- y- because your growth place have sealed. <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's why they start kids early and shit, so okay. your body can just conform to whatever that is. Got you. That you're doing. Yeah, so this means that she was destined to oh, become yeah, this. Oh, she was. That you was know, in her. Especially because, you know, she has, I think she has uh, six younger siblings. Oh, wow. And they grew up very poor. Mm-hmm. Um, So to go to the Boys and Girls Club, which shout out to, to organizations like the Boys and Girls Club that yes. continue to make a difference in these urban areas where, you know, low-income low areas, kids don't have a lot, parents don't have a lot, and they still strive to offer these programs. Take advantage of those programs if you do have them in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's my PSA for that. But <laughs> I to, love it. to, you know, be love it, that love old, it. in quotes, old, 13, and mm-hmm. then you end up becoming the first black woman to become a principal dancer for ABT. I think that's dope. Um, she also released two books in 2014. The first was the memoir, Life in Motion, an Unlikely Ballerina. I own that. The mm. second was a picture book aimed at young children titled Firebird. I made somebody buy that for my kid and then I took it. Also on that. <laughs> also, my wife bought me one of my favorite birthday gifts, which is a Misty Copeland Barbie that is in the box. It's, it will be sealed until I die. Throw it in my casket. <laughs> Taking it with me. The number of times that this raggedy heifer said, just throw it in my casket. Like, bitch, you cannot leave with this throw shit. Throw it in the bag. That's how I hear it, too. That's, and that's it in my casket. Yeah, no, that's yeah. definitely how it plays in my head, but it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. All we need is Dream coming that. in a falsetto. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Super hilarious. Throw my shit in here. Anyway, she is the recipient of a 2014 Dance Magazine Award and was named the 2015 Time 100 by Time Magazine. Um, I had the privilege of seeing her in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. As the, as uh, Juliet, and it was she. It was just one of the most captivating things I've ever seen in my life. And I mm. tried to record a couple of seconds of it, and just stop because I'm like, this just does her no justice. You have to see her live and in person. It is so transformative. 
Like it's almost, and I know that's why they, why she, you know, was elevated to this position because right. literally, it's it's like she is one with both the movement, the uh, the music, the storyline. You just you feel like you are literally watching whatever character this is, mm-hmm. but in the most beautiful way possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just it was it was just life changing. I don't even mean that dramatically. It just really was. You really felt very, well. Being black is life changing. I can't speak for white folks because as a black woman, I sat there right. and was emotional. It was that same feeling that you got when we all saw Black Panther. Yeah, you just feel like I'm I belong so here. I'm in this space here. I am so sad, especially because we're in the fall and we all know that. The, as an aside, uh, no, the, we not. It's not fall until September twenty second. Okay. We in summer. Sure. Regardless. I got a summer birthday. Okay, girl. <laughs> Ooh, what a stretch. Anyway, <laughs> what I was going to say was I am so sad that I can't reproduce it. I'm, I'm, I love the fact that I experienced it in real time in a theater before having to sit there and worry about a global pandemic. So I'm so grateful for it. But at the same time, I'm so sad that even though the sequel is coming out and I'm sure it'll be things and it'll be a good time, I'm genuinely sad that I can't recreate that exact feeling of seeing all of this reflection of myself on screen. Yes, Yes. Like, it was such a moment. It was such a pivotal thing. I assume that... It's likened to like when the Cosby Show first aired. Oh, that's a good example. You know? Yeah, because I really yeah. don't have like. Or when Nichelle Nichols was the first black woman on Star Trek, right? And that exactly. was what Whoopi Goldberg said at that moment when she saw her. She said, "I called everybody into the room to see her." Right. She said, "And I realized I can be whatever I want to be." And right. she was like, "I decided I was going to be an actor." Yeah, and I really think that that's a thing that I feel like if m- more white people understood and ever like had a, an opportunity to feel that which they can't because they are the major the majority all the time like I feel like having that feeling really culminates what a lot of what it's like and what we're actually rooting for because nobody is actually trying to take from you right they're just trying to feel more edified in themselves yeah 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 you know so but yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. Um, she's so wonderful. My tits of the day. Shout out to Misty Copeland. <laughs> yeah, I love her. She is my fave. I love that. So how do we? How do we say? Am I? Am I doing my topic first? Yes, you are. Love. Oh man. Okay. You, you said you just wanted to talk for the first full half hour oh, 45 is that minutes what I said, or you, is that said what you, you just said? wanted to take over yeah that sounds like me <laughs> and do all the talking <laughs> while I just relax and whatever and no like good... that's that's not how you now now we're experts that's not how you podcast <laughs> oh, I can't sit over here like the other Migos and just be like mama <laughs> <laughs> that was for my husband <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> he, oh, he also is, is, is my Misty Copeland. <laughs> Just amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, sure. <laughs> okay. I'm just joking. I'm sure I didn't even get that reference correct. But that is <laughs> hilarious. So, my... um. My tea, that's what we're here for, right? My tea is for 
thought I'd be over this by now. (laughs) (laughs) You talk about sounds we need. We need. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we do. That would have been good. That's a good sound bite. Yes. So just a few things that I thought I would be over. um, Thought I'd be over this by now. Okay. Man, so one of the things. Oh my God, for me, I thought you just said men, and I'm just. Like, oh, girl, yes, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> what a way to also, do. Also, I just got out of Facebook jail because I said men are the worst, and so they gave me thirty fucking days <laughs> for telling straight fucking facts. That shit is crazy. But oh, whatever. Just getting out of Facebook jail. All shit, I thought season. I'd be. I thought I'd be over that. I could start there. <laughs> I thought I'd be done going to jail. <laughs> I'd have been in fucking jail four, five times this year. This season alone, this season not even that long. It's not even a it's full not. year. It's not and a I full year. I have spent the majority of it incarcerating. <laughs> you really have, and I'm stressed about it. That just makes no fucking sense. But anyway, oh my God. so the first thing that I thought I'd be over by now mm. um, is feeling sad about Nip. Oh, oh. Yeah. I can't even listen to his music. I told you it'd be like that. It'd be crazy. And I played that shit. I played his music like right when he died. I played it like everybody else played it just <laughs> incessantly, just on repeat. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dog, I'm going to play this forever. Mm-hmm. And one day I was working out to it and the shit just made me want to cry. Yeah. And then you're like, I can't. Especially when he said, like, he'd be talking about dying and I might not make it. And it's just like, nigga, you died. Yeah. Yeah, that's just like crazy. damn, yeah. yeah. Like the disenfranchised grief, and what is disenfranchised grief? We actually talked about this. We had a whole grief episode with our homegirl. We did uh, when Etta Fly came, um, who is a certified grief recovery specialist, mm-hmm. and so she came and she shared a little bit of her story. And it's in it G on what is either season one or season two. I think episode G was grief. Mm-hmm. I think was good grief. Yeah, it and, had to um, be. It had to be season two. It might have been yeah season two. Mm-hmm. We had good grief. Season um, three is a pandemic, so I know it. And season one was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she wasn't. She wasn't there for that. Mm-mm. But yeah, she came and she talked. And we talked about disenfranchised grief, um, which is when your grieving doesn't fit in with, um, basically society's attitude about dealing with that particular type of death and loss. So maybe you're grieving a pet. You're grieving a relationship that, you know, there was a breakup. You're grieving a job loss. It's something kind of non-traditional, mm-hmm. um, but the grief is still very real. Or you're grieving like a celebrity death in my case. And in a lot of people's cases with like Kobe and Gianna. Mm-hmm. So you got people who kind of that, that I mean, and, and that bothered me too, but I wasn't a Kobe fan. I, I'm not right. a basketball fan, so I didn't really connect like a lot right. of people connected. Right. Um, but I'm a music fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Nip fan. Mm-hmm. And so that just, it just stays with me. And it makes yeah. me sad. And it makes me sad when I see Lauren London a oh, lot. God. And I don't want to pity it's, her. Right. It's You know, so it's not that. But I just it's know just... as a person who's experienced that the loss of love, mm-hmm. what that feels like. And I think, you and you know me, I don't like, I hate when a love story don't play out. And yeah. I hate, you know, the end of a love story. And, and that just breaks my heart. Yeah, it's it's a lot. That's the part of a lot of the recent and younger celebrity deaths, that's the part that gets to me now. It gets to me more than it used to just being in love with the person and being with the person I love. Yeah. It's worse yeah. to then watch and think about this person yeah. just exist, ex- 
existing in the world without them. Right, right. You know, like she still wears his chain with, or a chain with his picture in it, mm-hmm. and like you could tell she she I is mean, just in it, and it's yeah. fresh for her, obviously, because this is her life. Right. You know, and she's probably going to be in this space for for a while. Um, but for those who is not our life, and I'm just you know an objective, out you know right person like mm-hmm. this shit is still, um bothersome it still you know weighs on you a little bit like yeah. I can't even like I said like, I literally can't play his music it's only occasionally that I can like I don't know like listen to grinding all my life and that's just because it'll pop up on my workout playlist I was about to say yeah and, and a one. lot of times I, I still skip that because his voice just makes me sad yeah and I'm yeah, just I like damn man like that shit is like they just robbed they just robbed the world of you and that shit just fucking sucks you know yeah. but I thought by now I'll be over it because I didn't know you yeah I'm not your child I'm not your the love of your life right. I'm you know I'm not your brother right and yeah here I am like and I was and on top of that I wasn't even a fan his entire career mm-hmm. I was a fan like maybe two years max before okay. he died okay. You know, so because I don't listen to rap like that, right? So, or at least new rap, I listen to old rap. So, yes. you know, <laughs> yes, I don't cause... be up on new people like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, so the fact that I'm just like, damn, just yeah. just hurt by it still. I mean, grief is grief is just kind of like that. Like I was just based on the nature of my visit home this time around, we've talked a lot about it, and um. It's just one of those things that's the thing that to me is always interesting about grief is how how common it is and yet customizable and unique yeah. per person. Like it's it's just odd something that happens so universally happens universally different. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that part is the part that, that gets to me because something like that, like we were we were talking about this recently, the fact that I have not like my cousin who passed away has been dead now for more years than I can really count. So it's enough years that I don't know how many years it's been. And for the most part, I'm fine. But I just recently, like this year, realized that I haven't listened to the artist that we really like Mm -hmm. since he passed away. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, to the point that I didn't realize that I had just... Like, it's like that person didn't even exist. Now, granted, this is a person that hasn't really released a whole lot of new music. Who is it? Lupe Fiasco. Okay. And so he hasn't released a ton of new music and he's had his own, like, weird trajectory. So that's helpful. It's not like he's... It's not like Beyonce. Right, exactly. It's not not Beyonce where he's, like, everywhere. So that contributes to it. But we were so obsessive about him and his early work, listen to all his underground stuff, and he was just kind of popping off at okay. the time. Like his peak was also around the time that oh, he died. Yeah. So yeah. it was crazy that not only is this a thing that I had done in grief, but it was a thing that I had done in grief and not even realized it. Right. That part is the part that's always so interesting to me about it. Um, That it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the fact that it happens to everybody and it can happen to all the same people and they're all going to respond to it differently. Right. Yeah. That's you true. Know? Yeah. Like everybody's going to have an individual Bro, experience. that's crazy because now you got me thinking. I haven't been, and it's kind of the same thing. I haven't been to Northern Lights mm-hmm. since Greg died. Exactly. And, it's and around part, the street and from you. It's, and it's the literally around the corner now. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where I see it every day. Yeah. Every day I'm having no, you know, mm-hmm. get, get on the freeway or whatever. But 
also, I think they closed their doors during the pandemic and they mm. have not reopened since. Really? So, but but not in a like we're closed for good way. They're like, well, we're coming back, whatever. And I think that they will, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that they're closed because it's not that pressure of <laughs> they're even open and I'm avoiding it and it's open. It's like, oh, well, I can't because oh, I they're closed. Right, exactly. Well, sorry, I can't. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, that's when a, the truth of it is, even if they were open, I probably wouldn't go in. I, I know I wouldn't go in there. And that's a little bit of like Lupe Hiasco. Like yeah. I said, he. He hasn't really, like, he's done stuff, I'm sure, but he hasn't really been out here doing music like that and saturating the market. Yeah. So I can be like, oh, well, he, you know, it's just his time has passed. But no, I know the truth because I don't listen to, and when I say obsessively love, the cool stands alone as a person who doesn't like music. The cool is my favorite yeah, album. Yeah, it's one of my, which is funny because it's one of my mama's favorites and you and you and your best friend. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's just, it was just so wonderful for all of these great reasons. Yeah, and, it was. Um, to think that I would get to a point where I would never listen to it again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I have not listened to it yet. That's yeah. insane. You know, it's, uh, it's so for me, it's, it's so it's Northern Lights Restaurant and it's also um, Vanessa Carlton's 1,000 Miles. Okay. <laughs> because the last, the last <laughs> meal he and I had, uh-huh. and it's just a friend of mine, like this, mm-hmm. which is all, and I'm, I'm going to comment on that in a second. Mm-hmm. So when we were leaving the bar, he walked me to my car. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I started my car and this song, just started blasting <laughs> and he bust out laughing and I bust out laughing because it was like a movie moment mm. you know and we both just sat there drunk and, and sang the words to Vanessa Carlton's 1000 oh Miles God. but what's fucked up though is in that moment I remember and it's because I'm a writer mm. I remember thinking this moment is is a moment where something bad will is going to follow this because it makes you feel like the like the 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 happiest moments of like my girl. Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments where you watch a movie yeah. and something funny and great happens, and mm-hmm. right after that is deep tragedy. Yeah, and I knew and I felt it. I felt mm-hmm. it in my spirit. I felt mm-hmm. it. I get it. And. And so I also hold on to that, the fact that I couldn't even be fully present in that funny moment because I felt like something bad was coming. Yeah. And something horrific came, you know. And so that shit was just crazy. But also, I thought I'd be over that by now because he wasn't my man. Right. You know what I mean? He was a friend, but he wasn't even my best friend. Right. He was just a specific friend for Mm -hmm. a certain area. He was my friend I would talk about Jesus stuff with and spiritual stuff with, which is a very big part of my life now. Mm -hmm. I've actually increasingly missed him. Right. Based on me getting closer to God, (laughs) which is crazy. Right. Exactly. Because I almost missed you in an area that we didn't even share this fully. Yeah. But I know I could have with you because that was the friend for that area of life. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. it's it's crazy. That's, it's just really, really wild. Grief is. It's, it's a very, very wild thing. And um, we talked about it on an episode. And to me, like, just the thing about it that really just makes sense, the grounding part of it for me and all the things that I've grieved is really the example of the ball in the box. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I just love it because it just, it is comforting because it makes sense. Yeah. Like, okay, today is the day. Yeah. It's going to hit there. And if you want to know what she's talking about, go back to episode G, (laughs) season two, The Ball in the Box. The Ball in the Box and The Grief Button. Okay, but you're not about to cry. I'm sorry. So I'm going to move on because I have a list of things that I thought I'd be over. So I'm also, because you can agree with this one, I'm also, I also thought I'd be over agreeing to do shit when I'm either in a happy mood or have energy. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not gonna regret that shit later girl I told you to just 
stop. <laughs> I told you the solution as we age is to just broadly <laughs> it's answer. It's yes, it is. Just broadly say no. Like even if you like this is the thing. Set lower expectations for everybody. Do else. you understand that when you're in that space, you can't, you feel like, oh, I'm great. I want people to come to my house. What I want you to know is I don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> And I can say this because neither one of my older siblings are listening to this fucking show. I invited these niggas over and found a way to get out of that shit the day before. <laughs> like when I saw them a week prior, because I never get to see my older siblings. I'm like, oh, we should all hang out. Y'all should come over, you know, sh- Just chill out lying. on the balcony, drink. Just lying. Day before. I'm like, yeah, y'all still coming over? They, I'm like, I ain't got no food. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't got no food. I got drinks. I ain't got no food. So they no like, how you, you going to invite us over and you ain't got no home. food? I said, well, we could go get some food, but I ain't got no food. And so my sister like, so you ain't going to cook? I said, bitch, when, you ever, ever, when have you ever known me to cook? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking cooking. We can go and we can door dash, bitch. And I know they was going to disagree with that. So I was saying all the shit I knew they was going to disagree with. Of course you were. And I'm like, well, y'all want to do this shit in Halloween? Y'all want to push this shit to October? <laughs> bitch, just let it die. So my sister was like, no, we're going to do this now. And about 10 minutes later, my brother comes like, up. Oh, they just asked me if I, wanted, if I wanted to work overtime. See you bitches in October. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. You got I'm like, lucky. yes, great. You got fucking lucky. So I got lucky. But I'm like, why the fuck do you keep doing this? I really don't Stop understand. It. Stop agreeing to go out. Especially Stop inviting people over. Especially because at this age, everybody knows that nobody wants any of the plans yeah, to go through. Yeah, I feel through. like I'm supposed to. No. I don't know why you feel like that. There is nothing. Listen, old t- old TikTok, which is us, because we're old TikTok. Yes. Our parents are old Facebook. Old TikTok yes. is full of just people dancing around, thrilled about cancel plans. I Everybody know. agrees. But I think you're supposed to try to be a good person. And no. then... No. <laughs> Did you no. say no? No, you're not. Yes, you should. I mean, yes, as like, be a good person. Yes, like, be a good world. person. But... That does not include being a good person does not include planning things and yes, signing yourself does. up for things that you don't want to do. Well, I want to do. That's a problem. I want to do no, them when I don't. say them. And see, that's the thing. That's the part you're not accepting. You have to accept the fact that the matter is you don't want to do them. You I think you think you like it's just like you tell people you like the ideal of them. Yeah. But you're you're. You're not committed so to like them. you tell people. <laughs> you tell people. You know, you tell people like you like the ideal of yeah. having a mate, but mm-hmm. you actually don't want one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like the ideal of being in love, mm-hmm. but you are not actually in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you. You yeah. like the ideal of being sociable and hosting. Yeah. But you are neither sociable nor a host. At least not for like the people outside of the three people I just genuinely what want to I be bothered What I want you to with. know it's, is that everybody our age is going around with their three. Yeah, because it's not really a lot of work. They know what the, this they house. I ain't got to do nothing. Everybody our age has their pack of three yeah. that they want at their house that has the key and can walk in yeah. and clean up a kid on their way to the kitchen. Yeah, and then we sit down together as a family and eat. when we feel like sitting. Yeah. Because also that other person might be in my kitchen cleaning or upstairs with the kids. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I went and visited my best friend while I was here. Do you know what we did most of those days? 
we didn't even really <laughs> talk. We laid in her on her third floor and scrolled our phones separately oh together. My God. I literally have a picture of, of <laughs> me and Melvia doing this shit. <laughs> and it is my favorite. And I'm a and, and the only people I really like physical touch with are y'all. Yeah. So I think I'm laying on her lap with my head back and we and I'm on my phone and she on her phone. And it's beautiful. Also, thank y'all for letting me touch y'all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because I feel like that's weird at 36. Jesus fucking Christ. Because y'all never make me get up. No, we don't. We're like, get off y'all. We're fine. (laughs) Is what I want you to know. That's interesting. We're okay. I'm going to ask her about that. Oh my God. Okay. But yeah, okay. So that. So next thing that I thought I'd be over by now is the cost of adulting. Oh, yeah. Like, now, I this find is myself one. constantly trying to figure Shockade out... Shockade and appled. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every time. I figure out how... I just learn how much tires cost. And I am shockade and appled. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. And I, like, constantly try to figure out how to successfully adult. Mm-mm. And I'm like... Because I'm like, it seemed very... Um, a lot more simpler, a lot easier for mm-hmm. our parents. And it's not to say they didn't struggle, have struggles, because my mom had a lot of struggles mm-hmm. and, and combat a lot. Mm-hmm. However, I don't remember it being this hard. Oh, I think it was. I think they lied to us way more than it has, lied to Either they kids. lied to us or life has just changed drastically. And both things are I probably think, true. I think both are true. Because like somebody, like I've seen a lot of millennials say in these memes, like, nigga, don't, don't talk to me about your fucking granddaddy when he bought a house for $300. Like, don't <laughs> talk to me about that nigga. Everything is a million dollars. So things and our, you know, we are the most educated generation. Millennials are and also the most underpaid and undervalued. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we are the smartest. We should have the most money and we've had the least amount of money in any generation ever to you, have this. You want to know, you want to know what the reason for this really because is? Because boomers fucked the world up. No, it's not just that they did. What? It's that they didn't die. Oh, well, yeah. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. real problem is. It's for every generation, all of these generations back, the life expectancy was just much shorter, okay? And now we finally got into this conundrum where if you look at the Senate today, okay? None of them niggas <laughs> really should be alive. And the, at this point, I know that the only reason they are is because the pure evilness in them and the gracious heart of our Lord and Savior trying to give these niggas a chance to right their wrongs before they leave this earth. Because that's why evil don't die. <laughs> if you want to know Thanks. why evil don't die, it's because Jesus loves truly everybody and keep giving these niggas chances. So they won't die because Jesus won't let them and modern medicine has gotten too good. Okay, why did these niggas make it through the pandemic? The the pandemic should have cleared the Senate and half of the House. (laughs) Why? Why are you niggas fucking surviving? Take them niggas outside. Somebody take them to fucking uh, Rolling Loud and please breathe on them. Okay? (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) Because if we were in control of shit, shit would shift. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But we can't control nothing. That's why we feel like fucking kids, because we are, because all the adults are still fucking here and fucking our shit up. <laughs> you ain't wrong, girl. <laughs> I'm telling you. You ain't wrong. So, you know, I'm I'm still um, just astounded by, like, 
the cost of trash bags. Mm-hmm. Something I am throwing in the trash. Something I'm using. <laughs> I'm using trash to collect trash to throw in the trash. It just is infuriating. It's in, it is. It, it just incenses me. The fact that the trash bags are where you draw the line. And you know. And you. And, and what I do I do in my house? Because you know, know I'm not lying. You do. I, she will have a full. <laughs> Full, brand new, barely open box of kitchen trash bags. And unless somebody is going to come over there, somebody being me and maybe other people that she considers their opinion about something, which is a small, short list. And I'm not even on that list. She just don't want to hear my mouth. However, (laughs) she will just grocery bag her way, have 50 Little tiny grocery bags by the door <laughs> to take out to the trash because she refuses <laughs> to use the trash bag she bought because she only feels good about putting the trash out if it's in a bag that she got for free. Yep. That shit is crazy. That, the cost of fucking rugs, the cost of food right now. The cost of rugs has always been ridiculous. Yeah, the cost what of the rugs fuck? has always been ridiculous. What the fuck happens when you but make here, a rug? Well, here's my th- <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck I want to know. <laughs> because I'm very confused. <laughs> like, how is that different than other fucking carpets? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what the fuck had to... That's a good question. What the fuck you can on? You can carpet your whole house for less than the cost of a fucking And I'm trying rug. to figure out what the fuck goes on know, girl. when a rug is made. I don't know. That something smaller that covers less surface area costs triple the price. Please explain to me. I just need somebody to tell me because I feel like I'm getting scammed. I, I feel know. like nobody has really evaluated the cost of rugs Nigga. in the modern age and they're just running a racket. Like people are just all collectively accepted like, oh, I'm not going to do hardwood floors or rugs because rugs apparently are the status symbol of opulence. <laughs> what the f- it's a fucking rug. <laughs> Somebody got to explain that shit to me. That is an aside, but I need to know because I, again, shockade and fucking apples. <laughs> Nigga, I feel you. I feel you. I do. Rug, like I said, rugs, food, trash bags, putting your fucking kid in activities. Gymnastics is a trillion fucking dollars. Like, I don't understand this. You about to be illiterate and ignorant and fuck around with me. I'm not putting you in nothing else. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Tired of this. I deserve better than this. And my last couple are, thought I'd be over eating shit I know is going to hurt me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, bitch. I, had to, I was in pain. I was double over from that grilled cheese you made me two days ago. Yesterday Girl. was a long day. I told you I can't process American cheese. Then why did you eat it? I would have. Because just... I was hungry and you took your time to make it. Girl, and I, I kept telling you that you had. You and you had the bread just like I like it. It was burnt and crispy. You can't gratitude your way. I know, girl. Into, I took four tums. Oh, sweetheart. It hurts. I had three cans of pop. It hurts so fucking bad. I just, at one point, like half my body was on the bed and the other half was just standing up. And I'm like, I can't do this. This hurts. (laughs) I'm never making you a grilled cheese again. You can make me a grilled cheese. It's not just, not with American cheese. I can do cheddar. That's what you had in your fucking... Because that's for her. She likes that bullshit. And I feed it to her because I'm an American mama. (laughs) So... 
<laughs> Never again. Nigga, though. it hurts so bad. Everything gives me gas. Like, grapes. Okay, can we talk about how, why do new things give me gas? Or heartburn. Gas I have before? never in my life had heartburn. Oh. Now, all of a sudden, onions in the last two months oh, are man. giving me heartburn. I'm man. like, what the fuck is this? Am man. I dying? It, it felt like it was a dragon in my chest. This shit is horrible. I said, this what y'all been dealing with? Yeah, that's what's wild. I have never, I didn't have heartburn when I was pregnant. And this shit hurts. What's you know what's so crazy about having heartburn? And I love onions. I know. You know, it's one of my favorite vegetables. I know. This is what's so crazy about heartburn. Um, I didn't know. Me, I fully know what heartburn is, why it happens, how it happens in the body. I mm-hmm. studied this. Mm-hmm. I know this. The first time I had heartburn, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Nigga, what? Because <laughs> it just happened recently. <laughs> Nigga, you a doctor. Exactly, but this is the thing. This is the thing you never... That's why I told you I'm not going to fuck a millennial doctor. <laughs> you motherfuckers ain't finna kill me. No, this is the thing. This has nothing to do with being a millennial. This has everything to do with you learn these things and never expect to experience them. None mm, of them. Okay. And so, <laughs> so you just assume it's other but shit. But heartburn, though? This is the thing. Because it was one of the less typical versions of heartburn. So it wasn't just like, oh, my chest is on fire. What it was for me is it started with a cough. Right, which is something that can happen because you lay down and the acid. What kind comes. of hybrid bullshit is this? Listen, don't worry about that. What it is is your stomach is still active. You lay down too soon. Mm. Okay. Okay. And because that's that what when you get like that acid taste in your mouth. Right. Oh, See? Exactly. Okay. I've had that a thousand times. <laughs> This is the thing. So I'm laying down. I feel a little bit of that. Like, oh, them Brussels sprout. <laughs> I feel a little bit of that. And then I had one cough. But because the cough had acid, because I was... <laughs> one cough. I had one cough trying to clear my throat because I'm feeling that weird taste. <laughs> had a cough. And it's not a regular cough. It's got acid in it. Mm-hmm. Now it's irritated all of the lining. And mm-hmm. I just start coughing and can't stop coughing. So again, my dumb ass is like, am I having an asthma attack? Lungs fucking clear. Okay. <laughs> clear ass lungs. So it's not asthma. Oh, but I didn't no. know what else to do with it. I'm like, I'm going to take an inhaler. Then... Went to bed. Exactly. I took too close to my because I didn't know why I was coughing. I was coughing uncontrollably and I just didn't understand why. So anyway, I did that. It did calm it down because it will because it'll calm down inflammation as a, a, across the board. So it's fine. It did calm down. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. dumb ass had that pizza and laid down sauciest of the sauce. So what would you suggest we do? Take a walk after dinner? Is that why people walk? That's why the old folks Because that's why my mom here. Okay. And my stepdaddy walk after dinner. That makes sense. And so that is the thing that started me like I I told him Damn bitch are we at take a walk after dinner age? Our bodies are aging faster. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? But no this is why I told him I'm like listen one I can't eat at eight o'clock. Like I can't. I've been telling your ass that. I'm on board with it. This this food just don't get hungry. And I'm just like, listen. Nigga, that's why you're supposed to eat at six o'clock. That regardless. So we didn't push dinner up because I can't Good. Do that. Good. But on top of it, my, my bigger problem is, and the reason that it works for him is he will still be awake and moving around. The reason that it works for him is because he will still do stuff. Mm. After I eat dinner, I'm going to bed. Yeah. 
I can't afford this. Well, now you need to get on the elliptical. <laughs> now I got to do something. You gotta take a walk. I got to. I got to take a walk. Or take a walk with your husband in the evening. That'd be romantic. I'm sorry. That'd be cool. <laughs> how fuck? dare you? Fucking toddler. How fucking dare fucking you? Grown ass toddler. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit with you today. <laughs> Lastly, I thought I'd be over that one nigga. <laughs> I knew niggas was on there. I knew it. <laughs> I called it. Y'all heard it. No, not all niggas. That one nigga. <laughs> sure, sure. Y'all heard and it. Everybody got that one nigga or that one woman who, you know, you just like, occasionally they might cross your mind, mainly because they probably had some good dick, <laughs> some good vagina. Mm. And, you Stole know, you know, and you be like, damn, I wonder what they doing. <laughs> <laughs> Or in my case, a lot of times, it, well, I'm going to tell the truth. A lot of times, it do be dick. <laughs> <laughs> the other half is I appreciate your honesty. The other half is legitimate subject. shit. Like, I be like, you know, I see something funny. Mm. And I'm like, damn. Like, matter of fact, mm. uh, I think in Memphis, a fu- the, the Jordan trucks got ransacked yesterday. Oh, shit. And... Just shoes. So oh, a bunch shit. of orders about to be canceled. About the shit. About the bunch of shit about to be on StockX. About to be on eBay. eBay and Macari. And so naturally, I wanted to talk to that one person, and I'm like, "Damn, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you no more." <laughs> so yeah. that one person, you know, thought I'd be over some of that. You know, you not you you being at a zero in terms of you crossing my mind. But I feel like that just got some. Just run across my, my mind. mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, especially the line where she says, had another guy of mine trying the same cologne, but it's stunk Stuck on, on him, him, though. Yeah. yeah. I, that to, that is honestly like my, in my top three favorite Jill Scott Me, song. me too, me too, me too. It, it yeah. honestly might be number one, but that always switches. That switches, it yeah. It just moves It's out probably it number two, like though. It's probably solid yeah. number two. Yeah, I think it is because I just love everything. It's a, it's such a beautiful poem. It is. It's just and a And I kind of like how casual it is. Yeah. Like, it's a, it, it almost comes like an afterthought of a yeah. thing. It's such a gorgeous gorgeous musical poem it is, is what it is yeah. and I just love and I can relate to it yeah. you know because yeah, everybody got somebody to run across their mind the, my favorite thing is into the room out, out of the room, room across the room, room. <laughs> and I just every time I hear yeah. that I just think about you know what and I married this nigga. And see, and see, <laughs> yes. And because I did not marry this person, I'm just like, eh, he crossed my mind right. every, you know, every now and then. Something right. and, and you know what's crazy is, and I think what how he ended up on this list actually is because mm. I fucking went to Bed Bath and Beyond and I bought some candles. Mm. And one of the candles smells exactly oh, like one of my girl. fave colognes he wore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just stood there like a psychopath trying to like lick the candle, like just inhale it. No, I get it. And then I'm like, damn. And ever since then, so for like the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. he really been on my mind. And yeah. I'm just like, damn, nigga, you smell good. <laughs> Dog, that smell part really, Ooh. really will fuck with you. That yes. is not just for cookies. <laughs> yeah, no, it is not, girl. Unless <laughs> so, you're talking about your... <laughs> okay. I'm talking about your cookie. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So that's my long ass tea. I love it. Thought I'd be over it by now. Didn't didn't we all, sis? Didn't yeah. we all? Yeah, girl. But all right. So yes. it's my time. Yes, yeah. Oh, and guess what my tea is for? What is your tea for, girl? My tea is for time 
and timeline. Time and time lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. None of it's real, so there's that. Okay. We're just going to talk about a few things. These are my musings on time. Okay. Okay. Um, more and more often, first and foremost, we're going to talk about timelines. Okay. And uh, more importantly, how I feel like we are on an alternate one. And I would like to get back to our original one before Donald Trump was president. And the more and more I think about it, like people with the timeline theory, right? It's always like there's a point that happens and then you veer off into an alternate timeline. And so looking at the shit that has happened, everybody would think, oh, that event or that point is Donald Trump in office. I don't think it is. I honestly got to think that we veered off the timeline when we let a nigga become president. Okay. Because that incited everything. Everybody got real up in arms. And now ain't shit been right <laughs> since. <laughs> everything was cool while I was here, but ain't shit been together since. Right. Okay. We did some out the way shit. Let a black man, a half black man get in office and everything else fucking just bit by bit fall apart. Everybody freaked the fuck out. So now we on a different timeline. And I would just like to return. If I could return to the original <laughs> timeline and y'all just keep putting these lily white old ass motherfuckers in there, that's fine. If it means we don't get COVID <laughs> and anything the fuck else. This like, I would go back. I really would. I would just never, ever have the wonderfulness that was having somebody that looked like me in office. I will, I will sacrifice that to go back. To my normal ass, that that's a level of bullshit. <laughs> okay, because this is new and intense level of bullshit. This is this is too much. I would like to return. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what that is. That's the first musing. Musing number two. Time in general has pissed me off since I learned about how relative it is. Yes, yes. The moment that somebody explained that to me. I have been pissed off ever since, okay? You mean to tell me something as fundamental as time is simply a perception that we all agree to. What is a second? And the moment you start questioning time, everything falls the fuck apart. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's my problem with it. When you ask a question like, what is a second? Who decided how a second is set up. And when you realize that it's just something we agree on because of how this particular planet spins, you go out into space and time is a different thing or not a thing at all. I spiral very rapidly because time essentially is a social construct. Time is a social construct. That just hurts my heart. I just, y'all should have said this to me from jump. When you teach me how to read a clock, I need somebody to have included the disclaimer that time is a social construct, but this is what we teach you here. And you know what's crazy is, <laughs> especially, like, as believers yeah. in Jesus, like, yeah. it's really crazy because exactly. God ain't once never gave a fuck about your time. Never. Like, he continues, never. He continues to never give a fuck. No, nope. no. Nope. Like, steadily says, literally, it's going to happen according to a timeline you know nothing about. And it is anything. <laughs> And everything. And everything. Everything you're trying to do. <laughs> like, really, it should be half your gratitude to be like, oh, oh, well, thank you, Jesus, that this happened in the in yeah. the time that I anticipated. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. 
What a luxury. For real. No, seriously. It's I'm, an actual luxury. I'm being dead ass serious. <laughs> Nothing makes me feel more luxurious than Jesus granting me something in the timeline that I thought. Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think, be. like, has that ever even happened in my life? Never. Not never. Last time it happened, I was six. That's crazy. Exactly. So there's that. Um, another thing, this is just a thing for the people to know. There is a website. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's no like connectivity other than the fact that I have, I think about this a lot and I just jotted some things down and I needed to get them <laughs> out into the world and I have a platform to do so. Okay. So the other thing <laughs> that I need people to know is that there is a website called covidstandardtime.com. And if you go to it, it will tell you um, what the date is, but in COVID standard time. As in, somebody put up a counter uh, from the day that the pandemic uh, initially started and has just been um, counting the days since. But, you know, kind of, basically everything has paused. Right. Okay. Everything, the world paused and ended there on that March 20th. Right. So um, when you go to COVIDstandardtime.com, it'll just be like, today is Wednesday, March 920th, 2020. <laughs> 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 and that's it. That's all that's on the page. It's nothing else. And I fucking love it so much. So every time that I hear something crazy and I'm like, what the fuck are we in? What alternate hailscape have we entered? I go to this website. I'm like, you know what? You know what's funny? Is Is that somebody is paying to keep this? And somebody and I shout out to them. If they ever want me to contribute to their Patreon, I fucking would. Okay. Because it literally is a white page with a very small font. <laughs> Just one <laughs> sentence. One sentence. It'll tell you today is, and today is March 920th, 2020. That is crazy. Because that's just what it is. Ain't shit changed? Wow. Mm-mm-mm. It's insanity. It's insanity. And because God exists outside of space and time, we were talking about this earlier this week. Mm-hmm. He exists outside of space and time and matter, but also interacts with space and time and matter. Because, mm-hmm. again, if you were a Christian, you were Jesus follower, you believe that he created all of these things. Right. So he created them. But that means that if for him to create them, he had to exist before them. So Correct. he both existed before them and exists within them. And after them. And after them. And, and remains. That, and that shit is some bullshit. Because it if is. that don't say, I don't give a fuck about your timeline. <laughs> Listen, because nothing, nothing makes our timeline more insignificant than knowing and having a real understanding of that fact. And nothing makes it more laborious than... Also, knowing, knowing. <laughs> yeah, and having to live in it and having to constantly retrain your brain. You know what you don't know. You know you don't know when this is going to happen. I know. And you just have to be. And in that it. shit is fucking infuriating for a person that likes to know what yeah, they for know. For all the planners and the critical thinkers and the analyzers and anxiety ridden. That is. That, that is, shit is some bullshit. That is the struggle. And it bus. really forces you to just have to trust God. That's the, as the anxiety one between the two of us. That is literally what time has done. It has forced me. It has mm-hmm. bent me over and forced me yeah. 
to trust God. Here's the thing. Which is a very fucked up mixed metaphor. I heard it as I was saying it, but I was committed. So there you go. (laughs) But here, and here's the thing about it. The thing about it that really, that gets to me so often is because I, I really struggle with that as a fact piece. I don't necessarily struggle with it the same way you do as an anxious person that wants to have everything planned out. But, I struggle with it because I need to use facts in a certain way to navigate the world. Where, where were them facts at when you had heartburn? That's not all right. I <laughs> this shit didn't show up to the next morning, but it showed up. It's just like, where was the science? Where's the science in that? But because I like to have just objective facts to navigate the world, not having that for real. <sighs> The the only way that I can kind of settle into it and be okay is when I look at things like knowing full well that it's been, you know, what, over 15 years since we graduated, almost 20 years what since we graduated right from what are you college. Doing? What are you no, doing? leave it, leave Stop. it. Listen, you got to hear me out because I got to say it to make I'm my gonna point. I'm going to leave. I got to say it to make this point. But high school has been... 15 plus years ago. Yes. Okay. I'm going to a government name. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> but. Nigga. But. But. Clearly. None of us. Feel that. No. Mm-mm. Right. Or when we. But also it's because we immature adults. Like we're very mature. But also we still. The adults before but, us didn't watch cartoons and do all the shit we fucking do either. I think they did. I, so my mom did. She she liked cartoons, and I remember watching her. Yeah, my dad you know, a, at nighttime when it was time for us to go to sleep. Sometimes she would unwind like that. You also know that ain't what the fuck I mean. <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen, I think you that, know that's not what I mean. I know, but I think some of that is just about the the ease of access to it. Like you don't matter. You can't remove. The, we still access. It's the no, point. what I'm saying is you can't remove the fact that we can pull up any of our childhood cartoons at any moment. Yes, but time. we still fully engage in our childhood things. Like I know niggas that just when Lisa Frank a couple of weeks ago came out with Lisa Frank shit I follow enough shit for, for me to see 40 year old white women buying Lisa Frank trapper keepers for themselves yes that's what I'm talking well, about well we're sad <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that like I mean like emotionally we are a lot sadder yeah, than we they are. are and so we do things that so just when you're keep sad, us here when you're sad you, you do things that just make you feel that's better that's true like and a lot of that is feeling disenfranchised by not being able to own your own home yep. or get out of or debt or have a family the way you thought you would the way because you, you can't afford a you family really can't, you really can't afford it so a lot of that is just disenfranchised shout out to you though if you're that responsible I be seeing them facts all the time like millennials don't have children because they can't afford them that ain't never stopped a nigga <laughs> 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 so they were never talking about niggas. They were not. <laughs> They're only we've, re- we've you know not had kids for other reasons. Like I don't want to end up with that nigga as my baby daddy. His, but his <laughs> nose fucked up, and yeah, I can't have like, it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to the clinic. But you know that ain't that ain't never one thing because we can afford never, some shit. That ain't never stopped the nigga. I can't afford being a parent right now. <laughs> I'm still a parent. <laughs> still in it. But see, even on the parent part of it is to look at our kid at her age and then also see her as a baby. Yeah. Like, 
That, Those, now that that's crazy. That shit is wild. We the same height. And I remember when, like I was telling you the other day, I remember when she fell asleep on your boobs. Yeah. And, and we were sitting in Starbucks. And now you got this long baby who also is in your lap. And will also and fall asleep. And will still fall asleep on my right. <laughs> But it's like, how did it, just watching it, like I took a picture of y'all. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. And I'm mm. like, how, how did this happen so swiftly? Yeah. And I don't feel like that time has passed at all. Right. And so it's in those those things is the yeah. only way I can even internalize the fact that time genuinely is not real because it, and it is all perspective based yeah. because the same amount of days have passed. Right. You know, the, the days still move the same, but they don't, mm-hmm. you know. And so in experiencing that is the only way that I can say, oh, well, it really just must not be real because why should there's no reason for me to experience time differently just because i've been here longer yeah and that's that's what happens that's what it happens to everybody they say time flies when you're having fun time just flies period time just just flies flies. yeah and i look at so much of like when you're a kid because of the things that you have to do in a day i really just you know if you're if you're lucky, all things considered, because lots of kids got a lot more on them than they need to have. Yeah. But if you're lucky, the the things that exist for you is really just going to school. And that's it. And it's just, you know, an everyday of that. And then summers. And that's it. And there's so much control over, like, just regimented time that happens. Yeah that it honestly makes it feel like there's just so much and there's so much in front of you that you're just like, oh, it's moving so slowly. Mm-hmm. And it's not until... Because she asked me like, well, when, how long is it going to take for me to be 16? And see... And, and I'm like, girl, not long enough. Not not nearly long enough because, like I said, I got to get Because I told her she couldn't do something. I got And she's it. like, well, how long is it going to take before... And I remember asking that same question to my mother. And mm-hmm. I looked at her, and because we look so much alike in that moment, it just... It was freaky. Yes. And I'm just like, bro, this is wild. And I just looked at her, I was just like, you know, not as long as it should. No. And I think... I, I really... Because, again, I have a lot of thoughts about time for whatever reason. <laughs> it's a thing Me I too. think about a lot. It's a thing and, we talk about a lot. Yeah. And I, I think the other part of it as a kid is... You go from, because, you know, there's some transition between, like, elementary and middle school. But mm-hmm. for the most part, from the time you start school all the way up until you go to high school, it is the same. Like, that's the biggest chunk of just the same the shit. Same. Yeah, yeah. And it, so it seems like forever because mm-hmm. that is a long, mm-hmm. long ass Because, like of time. I said, I remember feeling like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like every single, and there's nothing big. There's no milestone things. All these milestone things are really thrown in these small four years of high school. Right. And then the four years of high school is the first time you experience time seeming rapid because yeah. you had spent all these years trying to get to there. Yeah, I boohooed when uh my little brother Ashton, who was 16, mm-hmm. started his junior year high school. Mm-hmm. It just And I'm just like, oh my God, yeah. like this is just flying. Yeah, like Gabrielle graduates. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's insane. Even for the people listening to this show, they we were talking about them when they first went to high school. Correct. And now them same kids y'all been hearing about are like graduating from high school. Correct. So even you niggas have been here a while. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And they probably don't seem like it but I mean, yeah we're on the hundredth episode of yeah. a thing that we decided to do on a whim yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. like so much of it is so it's it's become easier to digest the fact that it is all perception based in the fact that you can feel so differently about the same set of days. Yeah. Like the the moving of this set of 365 is different than the moving of 365 days before 2020. Yeah. And yeah. in 2020, them the longest set of 365 I've ever fucking experienced. <laughs> and I put way too much shit in there. And I would never do that again. Yeah. I would have spaced it out differently. But that's neither here nor there. I, I wrote something about timing and I, I wanted to find it while you were talking. Mm -hmm. And um, I wrote, timing is crazy. It says Ecclesiastes reminds us about seasons. There's a time to sow and a time to reap. There's a time to win and time to learn from losses. And it says, um, but time or our perception of it is illusory. While mm -hmm. God's timing is precise and intentional. Yeah. And it, it truly is. Because, again, we really do talk about time a lot. <laughs> we do. We talk about time a lot. That's why I'm surprised that this is even the first time that yeah. I've done this on the show. I guess because we, th we talk about it so much, it literally no. makes it seem like a topic. Yeah, you know? when, I, when I put it down as a topic, I'm like, oh, I didn't even really take a lot like other ones I take a lot of time with making sure I know where I'm where I'm taking that topic yeah. and I'm like no I'm just gonna write this down because yeah. I have thoughts and we can talk about it because we talk about it enough yeah, yeah. I and have as a person who is it. literally waiting for God to show up you know within a certain amount of time mm -hmm. it is very unsettling <laughs> and the other thing that I take solace in is the fact that he gave me this timeline I, know, I did not create this timeline correct and by the time this episode drops, you'll be even closer to it. Okay. I'm done. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> and on that note, we will end in a talk. Here we go. What a <laughs> show. <laughs> Bro, I just panicked for two seconds. I know. I'm, I know no, no, no. Not even about that. I'm like, does T come after it? <laughs> like, are we doing the right <laughs> episode? <laughs> I certainly hope so, because that's how I wrote it down. <laughs> Nobody checked. <laughs> just went with it. Like, all right. That's what happens when you get to the 100th episode. You're uh, just going to roll with it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, is it on me? Do you on me? Uh, yes, for the... Should I go uh, first with my, my yes, life hack? Yes, go for it while I pull my life hack up. So speaking about um, things I, I thought I would get over and eating shit that uh, hurts me. <laughs> okay. And these new found onions giving me fucking uh, heart. What did I say? Heartburn. Mm. Mm. My life hack is about using the right onion. Oh. So I found a handy dandy infographic that once I get, oh no, I'm out of Facebook jail now. So I can post this myself. <sighs> Shut up. You're not about to do this. Oh. Father God, thank <laughs> you. You know it. Shut the fuck up. You're in Shut your up. Shut up. Shut <laughs> I didn't cut she did. <laughs> anyway, mm. using the right onions. So, sweet onions. Sweet onions are best for frying. So, you can use these to make like onion rings or um, they're good for like making roasted veggies. The red onion, which is actually purple, 
Oh, yeah, purple onion. That one is, they call it red onion, though, but it's actually purple. Auntie Tab called it purple onion. Did she? She said red or purple onion. <laughs> <laughs> it's purple. Because it is, and that's what she said. She called it purple oh, onion. Oh, okay, well, if Auntie Tab called it purple, I'm calling that's it purple. That's exactly what the fuck I said. So, the purple onion <laughs> is best for eating raw, so you can use this one for guacamole, pickled onions, salads, onion. and sandwiches. Me, too. This is the one I use for my salads. Mm-hmm. Um, the white onion, which is my favorite, that's the one been giving me heartburn. It's the crunchiest. <laughs> it has the sharpest zing. That's why you getting heartburn. No, but it's so good. It, I like to put it on hamburgers, but you can and tacos. But they say mm. you can use it for chutneys, salsa, and stir fries. The yellow onion, which is the cooking onion officially, is the one you use for soups, stews, and mm. sauces. Is that what you use when you make your soups? Do you use the yellow onion? Yeah, I use I use yellow onion most consistently for veggie stock. Like okay. I make sure because veggie stock is just a bunch of scraps, so it's gonna have a bunch of other stuff. But I always start with a base of a yellow onion, a bulb of garlic, and carrots and celery. Okay, and then whatever scraps we got is what goes in there. Okay, and then shallots, and shallots oh. are milder and more they subtle, are. but you can use these for making dressings, salads. Or garnishes. Oh, they so fanciful. I love I love cutting up a shallot because you gotta be so delicate with it. And then I like watching my husband chop up a shallot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep your pouring off my show. No, it's not that. It's because it's so ridiculous. Because he, he man, it, the shallot is so <laughs> small in his manhandling. And it's just like, like, because a, a shallot, because it's so delicate, if you chop it into like finer, a, a finer dice, it can almost like melt into whatever you make, which mm-hmm. is one of the things I like about it. Mm-hmm. But you have to then do that and chop an already small onion into mm. really fine pieces. Mm-hmm. That's not what he doing. <laughs> Is he like hulking? <laughs> I be looking Unintentionally. At Listen, whenever I can, I try to chop the vegetables up for it. Nigga, you chopping vegetables for everybody because you know I can't stand chopping fucking vegetables. I don't know what that I is, hate but that both shit. of y'all hate chopping vegetables so much and it's so relaxing no, to me. No, it's not. It is why I would just rather die most of the time than chop vegetables. Listen, he will do it, but it's a very, what they call like, it? I'll oh, just not eat if oh, I got to chop It's a vegetables. rough chop. <laughs> yep, that's what I call it. A rough, my onions be looking, they they every motherfucking shape you ain't never heard of. I mean, it just depends. Depends on what you're, what you're doing. Sometimes it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's my life hack. Onions. Well, that's beautiful. Using the right type of onion. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so my life hack is another listener submission. Yay. Yay. I fucking love this. This again, should have done it years ago. This one is from our homegirl Desire. Yay. Hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) So she submitted this life hack. It's excellent and tried it. So it's been used and approved. Okay. Um, so what it is, uh, you take a old leftover like foaming hand soap bottle mm-hmm. so it has to be one with the foaming pump pumps. on it bath and mm-hmm. body works yep so you can use dawn she actually actually used donner uh dr bonner's peppermint oh so which i didn't oh, even I think about that, that right idea. right so you can take um dawn and really extend the life of your dawn or any particular soap where you, you take that wash your parts with peppermint no don't, um, don't I, do that i did never do that <laughs> 
once it trickled down there, and I'm like, whoa. Oh, I took, I caught myself making a bougie bath mm-hmm. and put eucalyptus in there and peppermint, and my vagina almost slid off my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'm going to pack my shit up and go. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to be this fresh. That bitch felt like I should have wrapped it around my body like a silk scarf. <laughs> no, I did that once, and and it was it was not great, and I will not do it. But again. I like it on my hands. I like that. That's yeah, what I, yeah. Oh, I, I love, love the smell. I too. love the smell of it. I took Doctor Bonner's and put it in a spray bottle, and diluted it with water just to spray. Like after I fully, yeah, cleaned. it's what I do to keep my cat off of shit. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. after I fully clean cat, the shop animal pet. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You did it. You came back around. You got it. But no, after I cleaned the shower that I wrestled with for an hour, because I still got glass shower doors, um, I just sprayed. <laughs> you say wrestle. I does is there's two things that I wrestle with once a week in my home. Satan. <laughs> Sorry, three. <laughs> So definitely the devil, my hair, and them shower doors. It has not stopped. I am being terrorized. Because you chose the verb wrestle. It's hilarious. Because that's how I feel. Every time I finish, I feel like. wrestle not against shower doors. I am warring. (laughs) Girl, every week. But. But no, um, I spray it in there just so the shower smells nice at the end of it because it'll all rinse That's out. nice. But um, so hers is taking the soap, putting it in a Bath and Body Works hand, hand yeah, uh, a foaming. Bottle. So you want to put bottle. it in a foaming bottle, and you fill that bottle up just a fourth of it up with whatever soap you use in the person in the um video that she sent used Dawn Blue Dawn only. I don't who why does Dawn make other ones. Because who's using the non-blue? I've seen it at their house, and I'll quietly judge them. Because why you got this purple dawn? What you doing with this? If somebody has non-blue dawn, I just... Well, maybe they feel like it matches the kitchen decor. But then you should have blue dawn under the sink. Yeah. My thing is, I feel like you're not cleaning shit. If you don't got blue dawn, same. <laughs> like, but I guess dawn is like all our soap is effective. No, we it's just not. can't all use it on ducks. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that ain't it. But anyway, you put one. You fill up one fourth of that container with uh, the soap. Then you fill up the almost to full the rest of it with water, and then you top it off with just a little bit of um, alcohol. Rubbing mm-hmm. alcohol. And then you put the top back on and you'll have a foaming soap. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but elite production over here, guys. <laughs> okay. I can't even finish this whole life hack. <laughs> but again, fill it up one fourth of the way with the soap. Fill up, let's say, three fourths. No, a little under three fourths. With uh, water and then top it off the remaining bit of it with um, alcohol. Put the lid back on and then you'll have this foamy hand soap, which will give you, which will stretch you even further with your Dawn or whatever it is you need or your peppermint or however you want to do it. But yeah, that's my life hack. Awesome. As submitted by Desire. Because I know you listening to this. Hey, girl, thanks for the shout out. Thanks for being a friend. (laughs) Thanks for being a friend. That little hiccup was about to be for you. (laughs) It was about to be in... It'll happen in a minute. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Because we're going to open and close the show with this song, (laughs) y'all. Can I do my outro first before you Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. (laughs) This is the end of the episode. (laughs) 
Um, this is the end of the 100th episode that Yay. has been broadcast. Fantastic. 100. 100. It has been brought to you by the letter T. Um, you can find this episode and all the other ones like it, all the other 99 wild um, on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. While you're on Spotify and iTunes, you can rate us five stars and five stars only. Anything else you can 100% keep that shit. That shit has also not changed. It never will. Never. Um, never ever. Um, continue to share this and post it wildly. Submit your life hacks and all of that jazz. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And until next week. Oh, oh, oh. I cannot do it. Hey, started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> All right. This part. This is the part. No, 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 no. Big ass. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time. Oh, eat some tacos, rub some titties. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> and we out. <laughs> You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.